Welcome to Series 4 of the Tim Hill Podcast. In this series, it's Tim having a rant, that is me. So if you enjoy me having a bit of a rant and going on about what's going on in today's society, stay tuned. If you don't want to listen to me rant, well, you can always turn me off. Welcome to Series 4. Episode 6 of the Tim Hill Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to have another bit of a rant. Today, I listened to the Prime Minister's Question Time without the Prime Minister or the Leader of the Opposition. So today, the Deputy Prime Minister, who is Dominic Rubb, and the Deputy Shadow Prime Minister is Angela Rayner. Now, Dominic Rudd held his own. However, the stupid questions that Angela Rayner came out with just beggars belief. How can they actually be a credible opposition? They just can't hold the government to account, which I believe is damaging to this country. Where we haven't got a proper shadow government or shadow cabinet that can't hold this government to account is damaging the country. The government can do whatever they want without fear of being held to account for it. Just look at what's happened over the last two years since Boris came in. Yes, Boris came in with an 80-seat majority. And yes, they have been able to push through some very serious policies. Had it not been for Boris actually pulling the right strings, getting us out of Brexit and actually finally leaving and being able to call our own shots, had we stayed in Europe um, like the Labour Party would have kept us, had or Jeremy Corbyn or Keir Starmer got into power, we would have been in serious trouble. We wouldn't have had the vaccines, for one. We wouldn't have had the rollout that we've had with the vaccines. We wouldn't have had the trade deals that we've got with Liz Truss, who has done an absolute sterling job of going around the world and getting these deals outside of the EU. Had we stayed in the EU, we just wouldn't have been able to get these these trade deals. And, and now looking forward, we've got a new bunch of trade deals coming with possibly America. Yes, um, Boris's meeting with Joe Biden today was a little bit bizarre. Um, halfway through, Boris's opening gambit, I think it was, they ushered out the the journalists. Can't understand quite what was going on there. Um, I haven't seen the full full outcome and the <laughs> of what was going on, but but it was it just beggars belief. And, and Joe Biden just doesn't understand what's going on in Northern Ireland. He thinks that the Northern Ireland Protocol is the be all and end all of of protecting Northern Ireland. 
It's got nothing to do with protecting Northern Ireland. It's got everything to do with protecting the EU's single market and them holding some sort of hold over us where they can dictate what happens in Northern Ireland. They dictate a, a border between Northern Ireland and the rest of the UK, which is totally, totally unacceptable. And I think the sooner Boris pulls out the card and, and invokes Article 16, the, the better. Get rid of the, the, the protocol and just get on with trading with Northern Ireland the way we always have done. The Irish border will sort itself out. 99% of the stuff that we send into Northern Ireland is for Northern Ireland. It's not for Southern Ireland. Yes, I suppose people from the South come up to the North to do their shopping, but people do that across the world anyway. People go from, from England into Scotland or England into Wales to do their shopping. What's the difference of people coming from the Republic into Northern Ireland or people from Northern Ireland going into the Republic doing their shopping? It makes no difference. So, from that point of view, yes, Article 16 needs to be invoked and we need to get out of this, this stupid protocol that the EU are using as a, a beating stick. As for trade, we've got enough trade going on with the rest of the world to be able to help us out. And if the French want to be really funny about it, then we won't deal with them. We'll stop buying French goods. We'll stop buying German goods. We'll stop importing stuff from the rest of Europe. At the present moment in time, we can probably just about hold our own with the deals we've got with the rest of the world. Yes, we might see one or two shortages of, of maybe French wine or or they'll have difficulty getting in some, some German cars and stuff like that. That business will sort itself out. Anyway, coming on to the other fiasco that kicked off the other day, absolutely seething about this email, mass email that was sent out by the, the Ministry of Defence to all those poor buggers, there was about 250 interpreters left behind in Afghanistan. And this mass email, it only takes one to be able to identify the rest of them. And, and then we've got a mass problem. We've got the Taliban already have got an awful lot of biometric information on everybody in Afghanistan because of their voting system. They had this voting system in Afghanistan where people had their fingerprints taken so they could prove who they were. Because at the time, sort of 20 years ago, when they had their first true elections, they got everybody that was able to register to vote and they had their biometrics done. So the government of Afghanistan had on record everybody that was entitled to vote and they've got their details. But these emails um, telling guys what to do and where, and where they could go and how to, to stay safe and what the government was doing to try and get these guys out. Now, there's a possibility that the Taliban have got all that information. Yes, the, the email was um, 
recalled uh, shortly after it, it was sent out. But that is besides the point. It shouldn't have gone out in the first place. Now, looking at it cynically, maybe somebody uh, in the in the Ministry of Defence, where the email was sent out from, maybe has got a grudge, maybe maybe working for the Taliban. You don't know. It's it's one of those things. Maybe he used it to be able to identify those that did work for us. I'm sure the, the Taliban's already got a lot of that information, but it gives, them, gives the Taliban a bit more of a heads up and they're able to go round and take these guys out. We owe these guys. I couldn't have done my job in Afghanistan on the three tours that I did without the interpreters. They were my ears and my speech on the ground. My whole, all three tours, my job was working with locals. And my Pashto, my diary, isn't up to conversation. I can do the, the normal hellos and thank yous, but that's about as far as it goes. Without these guys, we couldn't have done our job. And over the last 20 years, these guys have put their lives on the line for $100 a month. And they've done a sterling job for us. It's our duty to look after these guys now, not to get them slotted because it's the easiest way of not being able to deal with a problem of immigration. What the government should be doing on the immigration front is rounding up all those that have applied for asylum, that have been turned down for asylum and return them to where they came from. All the economic migrants that's climbing into the to dinghies on a daily basis, coming from sub-Saharan Africa, looking for a better life because they can't be bothered to, to make their own countries good and prosperous, are coming here illegally. And if somebody arrives in this country illegally, then they should be removed legally, immediately, without ceremony. If they arrive on the beach in a dinghy, take them down to Dover, stick them on a ferry, stick them straight back to France. Or find out exactly where they're from, stick them on an aeroplane, back to where they came from. If they're failed asylum seekers in other European countries, it's time to send them back to where they came from. If they haven't got asylum in one country and they're trying to get it in another country then they should be sent back to where they came from if they're not entitled to refugee status. It's as simple as that. The problem that we've had in this country over the last 20, 30, 40 years is we've had an influx of people to the tune of around about 300,000 people every single year coming into the country, moving in, draining our resources, we haven't got the infrastructure to be able to cope with that many people. If you take an average area where you've had a large migrant population, look at the infrastructure that they're taking up in the schools, in the doctor's surgeries, 
And then you've got the black market where a lot of these people are working because they can't get the right paperwork to, to work in this country illegally, legally. They've come in illegally, so they're then working illegally on the black economy. And with the, the money they do earn, what they, they're not spending on living costs here, they're sending back to where they came from. So draining our coffers, so sending money out of the country. Anyway, enough of a rant for today. If you've enjoyed my rant, <laughs> want me to carry on doing a few more rants. And the reason that I've, I've started doing these rants uh, in series four is because at the moment I've I've had a I haven't dried up with people for series three. It's just because people aren't available at the moment. I have got some fascinating guests coming up in the future. I've got some really interesting people that I'm going to be interviewing to continue series three. So if you like what I do, please give it a like, subscribe if you can. And share it with your friends. It's what I'm trying to do is to grow this channel and to tell other people's stories. There's a lot of fascinating people out there and it's a legacy for them and their families and to the general population to see what's happened in the past. I've been interviewing some fascinating people. I've got somebody coming in, a 99-year-old, He's been around for almost, well, 99 years and his stories are going to be fascinating. He has some brilliant tales that he tells and hopefully we're going to capture an awful lot of that for you guys. So in the meantime, like, share, subscribe and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and look forward to the next one. <laughs>